You are now locked into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective and dangerous show in America. Hosted by Jermel Thompson, co-hosted by Jermel Wilson and Jocelyn McRae. You must expect the unexpected when thoughts and wisdom unite. People, get ready. Progressive Action Radio is now live. What's going on? What's going on? I'm chilling. What's going on, Cuzzo? Live and direct. Oh, yeah, definitely. We live and direct. How everybody? How's everybody doing out there? The listening audience? Progressive Action Radio. We're here to stay forever. Oh, and ever and ever. Oh, yeah. We're probably it, going a little vacation here and there, but what's that? Oh, that's an old skit. Oh, it's an old skit? Yeah, that's an old skit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, our, listen, our shows are in the stratosphere, so forever. Progressive action will be out there forever, even if we do stop. Progressive action will be out there forever, you know? That's what people got to understand, you know? Yeah. We got to make sure we got to make sure we got we got we got to try to make it like how I do my live videos. You know what I mean? So I got to make sure my sound effects is good. Let's see. Get the fuck out of here! Oh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. perfect. That's beautiful, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so whenever we hear, mm-hmm. whenever they do some bullshit. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what, you know, that's what we're going to hit them with, you know? Yeah. But what came out this week? Well, what came out this week, basically, uh, I just, I basically personally now want to touch, you know, this thing with, um, with that they're starting on now with bus operators and train operators, sleep apnea, as, as everybody know, it, it's come down. It came, um, you know, as you said, cause it, it's, it's a result of what happened with the, uh, with Rockefeller. That's the uh, engineer that uh, crashed the train in the Sprite and Diver, uh, four years ago now. And basically, you know, he, he blacked out, but he claimed that, uh, it was a lawsuit against the MTA saying that why did y'all why did y'all test me for sleep apnea? So basically, he claimed he had sleep apnea, yeah. and we, that was you know that was his way out of that was his way out of getting screwed. You so know, we gotta tell Rockefeller get the fuck out of here. Basically, make, that's making it all do, crazy for us, making so. it crazy for us. That's <laughs> right, because basically, I got a little re- did, did a little research on sleep apnea, and I just want to read a little bit. You know. Um, Sleep apnea is a serious sleep disorder that occurs when a person's breathing is interrupted during sleep. People with untreated sleep apnea stop breathing repeatedly during their sleep. Sometimes hundreds of times, this means the brain and the rest of the body may not get enough oxygen. There are two types of sleep apnea. Obstructive sleep apnea, the most common of the two forms of apnea, it is block- you- caused by a blockage of the airway, usually when the soft tissue in the back of the throat collapses during sleep. Central sleep apnea, unlike OSA, the airway is not blocked, but the brain fails to signal the muscles to, to breathe due to instability in the respiratory control center. Sleep apnea can affect anyone at any age, even children. Risk factors for sleep apnea include being male, being overweight, being over 40, having a large neck size 17 inches or greater in men, 16 in women, having large tonsils, a large tongue, or a small jawbone having a family history of sleep apnea, gastroesophageal reflux, nasal obstruction due to a deviated septum, allergies, or sinus problems. If left untreated, sleep apnea can result in a growing number of health problems, including high blood pressure, stroke, 
heart failure, irregular heartbeats and heart attacks, diabetes, depression, worsening of ADHD, headaches, and underachievement in children and adolescents. Now, common sleep apnea symptoms include waking up with a very sore or dry throat, loud snoring, occasionally waking up with a choking or gasping sensation, sleepiness or lack of energy during the day, sleepiness while driving, morning headaches, restless sleep, forgetfulness, mood changes, and a decreased interest in sex, recurrent awakenings or insomnia. So I referenced this just so that people don't think I'm just talking out my behind. Uh, I went online and I researched and I referenced this information from WebMD. It's a common website that gives a lot of information about, you know, about the human body and about, you know, um, it, it gives a lot of medical news, you know. So basically, sleep apnea, basically, it sounds like a serious thing. And, um, you know, it's a lot of symptoms to it, you know. They could, you know, to have a, to look at you and say, in men, if you have a 17-inch neck or greater, wow, my neck hasn't been a 17 since I started the job. <laughs> I tell you, so they'll look at me and be like, well, Dad, y'all know you got that shit. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's, it's got to take care of yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, that's I don't what, see it as a bad thing. No, it's not a horrible over, thing. Because, overall, but, you know, the union, they don't got no contingency plan in place. When people do get taken out of service. Right. And see, that's the kicker. When people get taken out of service, what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. And I ain't see no actually anything that says that they're going to be taken out of service. But one could figure you're not going to have them operating and you know they got sleep apnea. Exactly. So I believe, didn't you say that they have 90 days to clear it up or something like that? That If, if, if they do have it? Well, I heard somebody. 90 days. Um, uh, Miss Crystal Young said 100 days, but she also said that. Um, <laughs> sleep apnea is federally man, is federally mandated. Crystal Young, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I don't know what's up with her, man. Like, you got the computer at your hands, your fingertips, and you're giving out wrong information. You know what I'm saying? We 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 can't have that. You're a division chair, making a hundred or five thousand dollars. Yeah, giving out wrong information. You know, um, this is why I say education is key. You can't let everybody in that building. You know, and I'm sorry to say Apex Technical School is not no education. It's a trade. You know what I'm saying? You 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 in the union business, you need education. I don't care how you put it. You 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 Google everything, everything is at your fingertips, but you still misinterpret the information and give the people the wrong the wrong thing to go by. Because it's if it's federally mandated and you got people running with that then that involves the EEOC because I would see it as that they discriminating on me. They let the slim dude pass, but let the um the screening because he ain't have a 17 inch neck, but sleep anybody can have sleep apnea. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So don't be giving out the wrong information. Redo your research. Um, be thorough. Go to more than one source. Just don't go to Google and Wikipedia and think that you know it all. Definitely not Wikipedia. Nah, you know, Wikipedia is not. A, I could go on Wikipedia and edit the information. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. You could use it as a source, but it shouldn't be your only source. You got to compare. Compare. This, this is what you learn when you're in college doing research papers and, and things like that. You got to get more than one source. And you also got to get a source that you don't agree with um, in there to dispute even your own facts when you do papers. So it's, it's real interesting. But she don't know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Do the, do any of them know what they talking about? No. <laughs> not all of them is bad though. No, no. <laughs> you know what? No, let me let, let me stop doing that. Not all not all of them are bad. But Kia and Crystal, we need to get a J. Anybody bad in the J? We need like Casey and JoJo, some shit like that. Kia, Crystal, <laughs> who got a J? Who names start with a J? Yeah, I'm trying to think, man. Um, see, now I can't figure it John, out. Sam John Samson. Oh, Samson. Okay. Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now I see it. Casey like, and JoJo. Yeah. Like the R&B singers. Like the R&B singers, yeah. Kia, Crystal, and, and oh, JoJo, a.k.a. Yeah. John. <laughs> Imagine them coming out singing, right? Yeah. Um, LM2s? Yeah, the LM2s. But they, you know, the LM2s are interesting this year for, for 2016. There's no um, there's no um, Nebraska Steakhouse on there. I yeah, I don't think I think they was funny about it. I think they cleaned up their act oh, yeah. since they seen that we was on to it. Okay, because it seemed a little broad to me. It don't seem as thorough as the 2015 <laughs> LM2s. Okay, you know you got you got um, what's his name? Pete Donahue. Oh man, 140 something thousand dollars. I don't care who's paying it. He doesn't he doesn't do no work. He sit there and tried to sell us the contract at the Union Hall. I'm telling him he's partisan. He said, I don't know what I'm using. Now it makes sense. He's partisan because Sammy them is paying him a crazy salary. And you're talking about from the 2015 to 20, in a year's time, his salary went up damn near 50, approximately 50%. 50%. Whew. From 70-something thousand to 141,000. I do more work on progressiveaction.info than he do on TWU Local 100. I do more work driving that van I drive every day than he does. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's they spending money. All the union reps, all the top officers got either a three a 3000 to, I think, $28,000 raise in one year. And they want you to take up the ass a 2.5% raise. Yeah. On, on, on every a year. Yeah. So that's why they don't, they didn't sell this contract because they believe it was a good contract. They sell it to remain at their tools. Of course. Because Samuelson being the boss, he could send you back to your tools. Of course. And they also sold, you know, they also sold it, you know, for for a few reasons. Because they wanted to get that $3 million from the MTA, yeah. combine their um, labor benefit account and their uh, child care and, and training fund, combine all of that into a trust. Yeah. They also basically wanted to throw things in the contract to make it look like, to me, to make it look like they're keeping newer people happy, you know. They also, and basically they wanted to uh, push senior people out with that sick leave cash out. So basically that's exactly what they did. That's the name of the game. Push senior people out because they're catering to tier six people like yourselves. And they figured it's, they see tier six people, oh, they want, they don't want to work five days a week. They don't, they want this, they want that. So it's like, okay, let's give it to them. Oh, oh, oh we want swing rooms everywhere, you know, on every corner, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's promise them that, you know, yeah, yeah. knowing that it ain't, it ain't going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's a different ball game for Samuelson because um, next election, this is the first, is it the first? Well, I, I believe, wait, is it, the last election was when? 20 what? The last election was, uh, let me see, 20, 2012. All right, twenty. it was 2012, the last union election? Was oh, it? Oh, oh, the union election? Three years ago. Okay, 2015. Yeah, right, so 2015, yeah. it wasn't that many um, tier six people on the property. So now what changes the dynamics is that the next election, it's going to be a lot of tier six, at least half of the workforce, because now it's 11,000. And, um, and, 
by 20 next year it's gonna be probably like another three four thousand yeah more than that yeah yeah you know it's gonna be it's gonna be around there so yeah more than that because all the open competitive test is coming out is coming out and not everybody coming in this tier will be tier six people probably um switching jobs from tier four positions and switching over their pensions to transit yeah but the majority of the people is gonna be tier six majority of the people is gonna be tier six exactly so it's and, and tier six not bad standing. They they coming in fresh. They coming in fresh, good standing. Yeah, good standing. So if you don't reach out to them, you're not going to get those. Because all your people is leaving. All the, all, all the, the tier fours, they almost out of there. And that would also explain why the number of people in bad standing now, is it went down. I told from, you that. It went down from 6,500 down to what? 4,700. 4,700, see? So that's what you're you probably retired. Oh. I, I, I'm not going to acquaint that to every 2,000 people paying up. It could be, but I wouldn't say I, probably some people retired because you can't hold that, you know, that, that number ain't goes. They could get that down to zero for active employees. Mm-hmm. So next year it's going to be even less yeah. because of the sick leave, career cash out. You know, a lot of people going to be gone. Exactly. A lot things. of people going to be flying out. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be less. So you got to talk to a tier six, tier six membership now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what they're doing. But basically, progressive action. We gotta reach. We gotta continue. We gotta reach out to to, to to the tier six membership and educate. I mean, it's when you look at our um, events, it be tier six people mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, the, the younger the people who just came into the job, right. getting interested in in what we doing. So we got a hold of the t- a lot of. I, I'm in the depots. I'm in the um, terminals every day. So I speak to a lot of tier six people every day, mm-hmm. and they waking up. So. You know, that's how that's how it's going down. Oh yeah, well, in in buses at OA, you know, I speak. You know, a lot of pe- people who know me, they know where I stand. You know, and basically, uh, I try to reach out to as many people as I can, and and senior guys know the deal. People who, because like I said, I talk to you know, as far as the ground game, I talk to people out there on the road and in the swing rooms. The people who got time know the real deal. Okay, again, it's the newer membership. That's confused. I won't I say scared, a, but confused. And excuse us, y'all. Our third host just walked into the building. I've been here late, late as possible. Y- yes, good evening, Jocelyn. <laughs> good evening. She's natural again. <laughs> you is too, Jamel. <laughs> That's right. Um, but in OA, are they tiered people or are they under a different pensions? No, same. Everything's the same. It's just that Mapsto, the Mapsto pension fund is different. Is not so they're not nicest. The money is not tied up in the nicest fund. Okay. Put it like that. We're not our pension fund is not tied up with y'all and the rest of the city workers. So do they have like the six percent? Um, they got everything. Yeah, everything's, everything's the same. Everything's okay. mirrored the same. Is is just that when an OA person retires, that money comes from a different fund from okay. nicest. That's all. So basically, just think of it as two different bank accounts. Okay. That's all. One Chase, one Bank of America. Right. One Chase, Bank of America. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. You learned something today, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people don't know about OA, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I don't hold that too, <laughs> yeah. too tough, you know? All right. You want to introduce our guest? Yeah. It's that time. So to progressive action for the sec for, for the hundredth time, we got Mr. Uh, Joseph Campbell in the building, car inspector. What's going on, everybody? And also, we got back to progressive action for the second time. No, this is first. Is this second? Second? Yeah, second. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this first interview, though. First, well, he his first main interview. First main interview. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So the main got, event. Uh huh. So we got Mr. Max Rosario in the building. Hey, how are how is everybody out there? All right. 
<laughs> yeah, basically, you know, these LM2s, man, you know, you know, they got less people in bad standing, so that's good. But like we said, you know, that comes from people walking out the door retiring, you know what I'm saying? They're saying, the hell with that, you know, still mad at the strike. You know, <laughs> it's like getting a divorce. It's like getting a divorce, and twenty years later, you're still mad at your ex-wife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for these guys or something. You know, but well, uh, you uh, know, I mean, just these, um, you know, these numbers and going down, and what they're doing, then they're just siphoning the money to themselves because if if the bad standing members are gone and new members are coming in and everything is is generating, we have more members, then why don't we have more money? We don't. We have less money. I mean, when you look at the LM2s, you'll see that, okay, it looks like they kept the numbers together. The spending is, um, you know, looks like it's under control, but they all gave themselves big raises. Oh, man. Huge raises. Yeah. Huge raises. Yep. They, 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 they stuck their nose in the honeypot. You know, they can't get it out. <laughs> the honeypot. Wow. <laughs> what an analogy. <laughs> Oh, man. So how are you feeling tonight, Max? I'm feeling good tonight. Um, I'm glad you guys invited me back. I really like coming here. I mean, you guys are great when you're talking and we get all this stuff going on in our heads. Um, I wanted to talk about a few things that I saw when I was working down at 207th Street, which is our overhaul shop. And there's a lot of guys over there that are not happy with what's going on with this union. There's a lot of guys over there that even though they're new, a lot of the new guys, basically a lot of the new guys at 207 Street, they get, they, they, don't, they don't come out when you ask them to because they're, they're new, they're kind of afraid, they don't know how things are. And a lot of the old timers there, they're pretty much trying to get the hell out is what they're doing. You know, they're just waiting their time, trying to get out, get, collect their pension. Um, the union at 207 Street Oval Shop sucks. It really does. I mean, we got a guy over there named Eric Demina. And um, he was, he's been the chair there now for two terms. We ran against him, or I ran, helped a team ran against him in, um, back in 2015. And the campaign they ran was a very nasty and dirty campaign. I mean, it was, the guy who ran against him was uh, Neil Phillips. Real nice guy, Neil. A lot of people know him. He works in the shop in the back in the um, house, maintenance. house maintenance shop. <laughs> and um, when we ran this campaign, what they were trying to do, they were actually trying to discredit the two candidates who were running against them by saying that they were scabs, or this and that. And it was really a nasty, very, very nasty campaign. What eventually happened, though, what eventually happened, because with all their bullshit and all the stuff that they had, all the resources, because they had Samuelson actually come down and campaign for them. Wow. At one point. You know, a president of the union come down to campaign for a guy in a shop. And they also had member services come down and do a foot massage <laughs> seminar. It was so funny. <laughs> on I mean, behalf of him? On, on behalf of this guy. It was, wow. it was unbelievable. A I mean, foot massage. They had this health 
consortium, like a, a consortium kind of thing. type okay. thing, right? Yeah. Okay. And they had it right in the lunchroom. Ew. So they had, yeah, <laughs> they had foot massaging in the stations in the lunchroom. I mean, these guys, and they, you had guys sitting there getting their foot massaged. It was so funny. Foot massages <laughs> for votes. That's for what votes. it is? That's pretty much what it was. Oh, my God. But they used member services resources to do this. And they did this during an election of no, mm-hmm. you know, using union resources. Eventually, we lost that election. But we lost it only by 20 votes. Wow. 20 votts. It's a big shop. Half. 500-something people. Half. So 7th Street, I can imagine. Yeah. Half yeah. the shop, more than half the shop. I would say 60% of the shop came out to vote. Okay. And we only lost that by 20 votes. And we weren't even on a slate. We only had two people running, <laughs> which was really, you know, tough. When you don't have a slate running with you, it's really tough to get the votes. But, and they had the backing of the president and everything, and they were still only able to squeak by. That's about it. That's about it. Just foot massages, they work. I yeah, guess. yeah, I think you know, they I'm did. Tr- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine those things in, in the swing room and in the depot. That'll be so funny. I was, I was, I'm sorry. I was cracking up when he said it. I couldn't. He, he I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you, this is so tragic. Yeah. Maybe if you call member service, they'll come down here and give us all for misogynist yeah, <laughs> on right? the radio show. Oh, my only, in, only in election years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, what's, what was your? You know, let everybody know what was your title at 207 Street when you were there. Uh, my title was car inspector. Okay. And uh, I, I started as an apprentice through the uh, apprentice program. I was a cleaner for 25 years. Um, went through the Apex STEP program, went through Transit's uh, training program, and eventually I got the, uh, what they called the um, temporary title of car inspector. Because at the time they didn't just want to make us car inspectors. Um, we waited for a test for the longest. I couldn't believe how long it, we had to wait for a actual car inspector exam, because that's what they told us we had to do. We had to take the exam, you know, and then take the practical and get the job. Um, after we got out of class and after we did our jobs for about two years, we were actually working as car inspectors for two years before we actually got a test. A lot of people didn't pass the first test, but then the second test, a majority of the apprentices did. Um, the thing I was saying about that is that, you know, the apprentice program was a really good program, really was. I mean, it gave a lot of car um, CTAs the chance to promote, gave a lot of traffic checkers the chance to promote. It gave a lot of different people who were entry-level people a chance to advance themselves and better their families and everything. But when Samuelson took over this um, union, he had some real shit with Roger, and that's, and that's the bottom line. He just didn't like Roger. So everything Roger had put his hand on, from the apprentice program to family day to, to every single thing that that administration did. TA surface swing rooms. <laughs> everything. Samuelson destroyed it. There is no doubt in my mind it was just to fuck with Roger, because he did not like Roger. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, whether all this hate for one man, you know, 
I just can't understand. I don't know. I guess he loves Roger, I guess, in his own way. I, I just don't understand. But because of all that, because of how he felt about Roger Tucson and what Roger did, he actually hurt every member, new, old, um, in between, from, from being promoted or advancing or being better than what they came in. Well, not even just that. Basically, when his him and his ideology and his hate for Roger, it basically hurt the whole membership because you could see it with the contracts and you could see it with the things that he's done, just like with the apprenticeship program. So basically, you know, um, when you have, you know, like in, in, in politics, you know, you, and you see it with Trump and you see it, you know, when you have hate for the previous person who was in your position then basically you have no purpose you're just there just to tack no matter how right something is you're there to just tackle whatever they did just because you hate them so you know what it is when you compare trump i don't believe trump hate obama i just think that trump is a weirdo and he want to do things his way yeah. but samuelson has hate has hate for, for roger. roger yeah he like max said he purposely touched everything that roger did and put his own stamp on it. Right. Now, the thing that basically is flying over people's heads that they're not paying attention to is, um, I believe they had an open house today or yesterday for resumes for jobs for um, the elect electronic maintainers and, and a couple other titles. Now, my thing is this. Is that how you get, is that how to get to those titles people are entering to get the job with a resume and no tests? Because, see, it's very important to take that civil service exam because, the civil again, you keep that civil service stronghold on the property. When you give people a job like that through, through a resume, it's like, okay, these are just people just getting a job with no civil service status. Well, they can't violate civil service law in, in that sense. EEM is, is a title that you know, hardly exists. It's a, it's a made-up title. Everybody that's in it is provisional. They did hire some people off the street to EEM. These guys are provisionals for 15 years. Wow. They have, they have no EEM to take a test for. The other people that are hired into that are, um, you know, these specialists are hired from other titles, and th th at least they'll have a title to go back to. Like, for instance, when the union went after Gary Bono. Um, Gary Bono was, you know, an organizer and, uh, you know, a, a, a union activist out of, um, out of Woodside Shop. And when Samuelson and them, they, they, they went after him and they, they wound up sending him to Atlantic Avenue, getting him out of the shop because Woodside was an opposition stronghold that they had to, um, you know, try to take back. Okay. And um, so, so, I mean, just getting back to what you were saying. So EEM is a, it, that in itself is a resume job only because it doesn't have a civil service. Um, and don't ask me why. After all these years, we couldn't find you know, uh, we couldn't infiltrate into civil service law and create EEM and an exam for it. But um, I guess they like it that way. They like to have a whole shop full of uh, provisionals but they, in, in MOW. They, they violate in the civil service thing anyway with the, with the bus drivers because they hire in more map store than, than TA Surface. Well, they, that's violating the contract, actually, when Roger didn't put it in place. 
that where they're hiring more again you know like that was a part of the agreement with the bus consolidation to hire they had to follow 60, the same 40. right they had to write 60 40 that was the ratio before the bus consolidation so they had to follow the contractually they're supposed to be following that but they're not doing that but that was again that was put in place to 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 ward off part-timers but you said was you're not civil service. I'm not right? civil service. But I'm that's not civil but, service. But it's the same thing because if you hiring more OA, you ain't. It's not civil service losing a stronghold in the property. Yeah, that, exactly. That's what. I was, that's the. That's the. That's the problem with what's going on. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. But Roger and them is again smart. They put that in place so that you could keep the civil service stronghold and you avoid part timers. Let's not say that too loud before Sammy. Yeah, 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 chill, no, yeah. We got to watch out for snipers on the Sam, roof. Sam, you said it probably, oh, that's another thing for us to destroy. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, man, but, uh, yeah, basically, that's uh, all these things are serious, man. It's yeah. not it's not just there for play, you know? Max, the first time I met you, was it at 2 Broadway? Yes, it, it was. was. Right? Yeah, I was down there. Uh, that was the first time we both met okay. in person. Um I'll tell you why I was down there. Yeah, we want to hear Bad Boy Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, I was a shop steward with my gang, and I was really trying to help these guys because the previous shop steward was a real prick. I mean, he would, like, just do the job to take care of himself and leave the guys hanging out there, you know? And um, when I got to that gang... All the guys voted for me. They said, look, we want you to be our steward. Boom. So say goodbye to the other guy. Now, the other guy, he was uh, very upset with that. I mean, he, he really was on a power trip. And that's when he went running to Eric Domina, who's not even in our pay location, because even though we work at 207 Street Shop, I'm with work equipment, or I was with work equipment, which is Pelham. So... He has really no say about any issues that's union because we all have, we have our own chair and all that. But he constantly was interfering, coming over there, uh, rambling with our, with, our, um, with our supervisors and everything, and this guy was like right there, egging it all on. So eventually one day, we're in the, the tool room, and um, we had some words. And it got to the point where it was really nasty. I mean, I was calling him everything under the sun. He was calling me everything under the sun. And he took a swing at me. Now, I may not look like a fast guy, but I am pretty fast. Got out of the way of that punch. I got out of the way of that punch. <laughs> and I laid one on him. Oh, so we know who you can't hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hang out with Jocelyn. <laughs> so... um once, I, once he got hit, he just stepped back and he was like, I guess he was in shock. Because then he runs out of the room, goes right to the supervisor, says that I attacked him. And I saw the supervisor like five minutes after he did. And I told the supervisor, look, this guy attacked me. And I hit him. And then... He goes, okay, look, stay away from him, go over there, and I'll talk to you in a little bit. So he went go looking for him. By this time, this guy was already made a beeline to, um, to Eric Demina. Eric Demina called the cops to the property. Wow. He called the cops to the property because the guy was claiming that I assaulted him. 
The cops came on the property and then arrested me. Wow. During this time, our superintendent, or general, had no clue what the hell was going on. I mean, they were still trying to figure out what was going on within our work area. And um, when he came down, he actually wrote a G2 that stated that they did not call the police. The union called the police. Wow, again. They got a habit of that, so don't. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) So so I'm being walked out of the, uh, I was walked out of 207 Street in handcuffs. And, um, you know, in front of a lot of people. I mean, the whole gang was right there watching and. A lot of people were wondering what the hell was going on. And uh, Eric Domino actually walked the cops back there to where I was. Mm. And um, I went to the, I forget the precinct number, but it's the one up in, in um, damn, what's the Heights over there? Well, Inwood is where the- Yeah, Inwood Heights. That, well, that's where the uh, precinct was. It might have been the 33rd or 34th, because that's what's up there. It, it could have been, but they kept me there for about okay. three hours. Then they let me go. Uh, they gave me a, what they call a bench ticket. Okay. That's the parents' ticket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I went. I've been going to court for the last, what, five months. And they finally dismissed the case not too long ago. But uh, So did the guy come to court? With- no, the guy never came to court. The DA offered me plea after plea after plea. I mean, it went from... It went from uh, disorderly to go to uh, go to anger management. Anger management with one day uh, property, uh, the one day of doing community service and stuff yeah. like that. And I told my lawyer, "No, I don't want that." Yeah, I said, "I want this just thrown out." And she did it. She got it thrown out. Shout out to that lawyer. Yeah, definitely. Jocelyn, make sure that you get um, you exchange <laughs> the information with him after the show. All right. Well, <laughs> Or something, something I don't know about. Or where, where you been at? You ain't seen, when she turned up during the contract negotiations. Oh, yeah. Hotel. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And, I remember and that. then you know JP was coming at her. Where oh yeah, at? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Obviously, I remember that. Yeah, right. I saw the video. I've been calm since then. I think it's the hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max. Yeah, finish this, man. Okay. Well, anyway, that was the reason I was down at Two Broadway. Yeah. And. Um, what the MTA was, what they wanted to do with you. Okay, the MTA, well, first off, being that I wasn't quite, I didn't quite have the job completely as a car inspector, they took that away. Wow. So um, even though I did car inspecting work for close to six years, yeah, it was gone. Wow. And then they were trying to fire me. They were trying to, um, they weren't talking about, any kind of penalty or anything? They were just talking about firing. What? What? what under what? <clears throat> under what condition? Like, what, why would they want to fire you? Well, the way they wrote it, wrote it up was like, okay, I, I attacked this person. Um, I did. I, I made an assault on this person. I mean, nothing was proven yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no court records that I did assault anybody, but they were already assuming that the worst had happened. So now we're going to fire him because of it. Okay. And um, they had me out of service, so I was not getting no money. I was more worried about my wife at the time because she was going through some therapy, and I wanted her to make sure she got her medical. What they tend to do when they take you out of service, they take your medical away. Oh, wow. So 
I, I needed to have that medical for her. So that's why I went ahead and said, look, let me retire. So basically like a force. Yeah, it's definitely a forced retirement. I mean, I wanted to work till 2022. So you think that if you didn't put the retirement thing on the board that you would have, they would have fired you eventually? Yeah, I think so. Under what? If the case, because the case got thrown out, they would have had to rehire you. Yeah, but then it's the fighting all that time without money, just trying to get back to work. Mm-hmm. I had no confidence that they were going to get me back to work anytime soon. Did you try for work as, um, um, unemp- what was that? Unemployment? Yeah. No, they don't give us unemployment. He wasn't out of service. He, the, the retirement happened fast. Remember when, when we were down there? Yeah, but why wouldn't they give you unemployment? Well, if you, if they, this happened to me one time a long time ago. Should I go into that? Well, you retired now, so you can say <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I got it. I can't <laughs> do that. Right. All right. All right. Uh, a few, how long ago was it, Joe? 2000 and. Ten years Four. ago. Four. <laughs> it don't, it don't yeah. be exact. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was a very, very long time ago. <laughs> and this is what happened. I was working at Dittmar's Boulevard. And uh, I was also a steward there. And uh, what happened, we had a supervisor named Tennis. I don't know his first name. We never really cared to know his first name. But he was a supervisor. And he was a very brutal and very nasty person. There was a cleaner that was working next to me, and she was doing the fourth or fifth car close to the conductor position. Next thing I know, she runs to me in tears. And I said, what happened? Our, the guy, the boss, he just grabbed my ass. So I said, he did what? So I, I said, you sure he grabbed your ass? She says, yeah, he grabbed my ass. And she's crying. So I go over to this guy. I go over to Tim and say, what the hell did you just do? And he goes, oh, oh, get back to your station. Oh, get back to your car. Clean your car. I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was acting like, you know, hey, do what I say because I am the boss and you have to do what I say. So I was like, what the hell are you talking about, man? You just grabbed that girl's ass. It's just something like a comedy skit. It, oh it's not a comedy yeah, no, skit no. because after a while, I started to push him and push him. I started, you know, put my hand out, started to push him, saying, "You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna touch no one's ass, not on this day, not on any day, and you're gonna leave that poor girl alone." And I kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. Finally, he he winds up sitting on the sandbox that's on the station because I kept pushing him all the way to that sandbox. And he says, oh, you touched me. You hit me. You did this. You did that. So now he goes running to his office. And I said, yeah, go run to your office and you stay over there. He goes run to his office and he called the uh, deputy at that time. So now the deputy comes to the location. Tennis comes out of his office. Deputy says, you're out of service. Go home. Report to Coney Island Barn on uh, next day. And um, they took me out of service for assaulting a supervisor. Okay. Now they <laughs> got a lot of assault in my life, right? <laughs> um, so I, I went to see the general at the time. The general was... Wait, um, before you continue, 
with your new case, did they rebring that up? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of what they threw uh, bringing up. All right. All right. So we went, and uh, I went to see the 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 the, the uh, general of the shop, and uh, the general was um, Charlie Adams. I don't know if you heard of him. Not a nice man, Charlie Adams. And um, he took me out of service. They sent me to Two Broadway. Well, at the time, it was not Two Broadway. At the time, they were still doing hearings at 180. No, not 180, 130 Livingston. That's where they used to do hearings. And uh, I went over there. Now, they were looking to fire me, too, at that time. And um, they asked me what happened. Went, went through the whole thing. This was actually way before I got involved with the union, actually. And this was before Rogers, Rogers reigned in the union. So once I got taken out of service and I, like, I was like three months out of service before the union can actually get this hearing going. Okay. And I was out of service without money. I used to remember going to uh, food banks and all that stuff mm-hmm. just so my family had money to, or food to eat and all that stuff. Mm. It's a lucky thing. My wife was, was working at that time, so we were surviving on her. And uh, once we finally got to the final hearing, uh, the rep, the rep's name was Spence Spence. He's, now he was working, well, that was before he went to work at um, UAP, but he was my rep. He got me a step. No, you're talking about Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. He never went for UAP. That's the dude that got fired for stealing the money from the union. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, that was. Well, anyway, he, uh, he was the guy that repped me, and uh, he got me eventually a step. And the step was a final warning step. It was like, Time served, which was 30 days. That, well, that's what they put, 30 days, but it was really time served because I didn't get any of that money back. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a final warning, which means any infraction that I ever do, again, in transit, I could be fired for it. Oh, okay. Even if it was just dropping gum on the platform or something like that. But what happened with the female and the, the supervisor? Well, you know, the supervisor... The supervisor eventually, I guess they moved him. The female, when we were, when the union was actually trying to get her to speak yeah. and tell them what happened, she was too scared to. That's crazy. Mm. Where's, where was the women's committee? Was there a women's committee <laughs> during that time? Like I was here. <laughs> Your mother was here. <laughs> that was under, that was under um, Roger. Did Roger have a, a women's committee? Yes, he did. Right, Joe? It was, well, I, can, it was before I can lend a little epilogue to this. Now, let's get a little bit of the timeline. What was happening with Max was a transition period early on during, like, Tucson administration. Willie James out, Tucson in. It was, it was during that period of time. It was way before 2004. And then when I got involved and I started chasing the supervisor around because he didn't stop his business. He, he kept doing this. Mm. And all the um, the lady cleaners that were well, you know on Dittmar's were all afraid to, um, to to do anything. And we used to go there. We used to try to talk to them, and they they were so scared to death of this guy. 
And I remember one day I'm talking to uh, this particular lady. I think it's the same one. And um, the supervisor comes out and he's telling me not to talk to the cleaners. I was, I was released to the union. So, and it was, a, it was a lot of uh, RTO personnel standing out by the tower on Dittmars, right? It was a nice day. You know how they all sit out there. And, um, and I, was, I was at that lead car. And um, he came out there told me, I can't talk to the cleaners. I said, he said, they're his cleaners. I said, let me tell you something right now. The cleaners belong to the union. The equipment belongs to you, right? I ain't talking to the equipment. I'm talking to our cleaners. Now, you get your ass back in the office where you belong. <laughs> exactly. And then all the RTO guys got up and they started clapping. All right. We, <laughs> we wish our reps would talk to the boss like that. <laughs> oh, but we wow. never left him alone. And uh, myself, John Cimino, um, you know, we gave him the proper harassment that he needed, um, you know, to try at least get back what we could, you know, to, 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 to let this man know that we didn't appreciate him harassing women. That's crazy. Mm. That's crazy. So he so he, he never got brought up on no charges? Not one person was strong enough? Management takes care of its own. And we know that. Yeah, but that's that would have been 911 call police. Exactly. <laughs> we, yeah, but you need the person to stand up. And yeah. If they're afraid, I mean, that's a problem in itself within the company. We, as a union rep, you can only do so much to bring that person. But if they have even no confidence in you that you can protect them, yeah. that, um, you know, and we would try our best. Because what do they need protection for? I know. They need that's, protection that's, from their own supervisor. But that's as far as what? Like, you're not going to lose. If I say, oh, okay, he touched my ass, what's going to happen? I'm not going to lose my job. So what can the supervisor do? As far as like saying, oh, I didn't say it or whatever the case may be. What will happen after that to the employee? I mean, it's the same thing why people don't want to get involved with, with fighting, period. They afraid of the backlash which going to happen. There would be a backlash because at the time, you know, the CTAs belonged to the, to the barns, even though they were working at the, um, the, the terminals. Mm-hmm. And Dittmar's belonged to Coney Island. And that particular um, barn at the time was, uh, you know, they, the, the management there wasn't you know, union friendly or employee friendly, and they were going to take care of their own. The harassment would have continued. Hmm. Ditmars belong to Coney Island. Yeah. Yeah. N train. N train. Whichever lines were coming, the barn would repair those lines, yeah. and then those like 95th Street would belong to Coney Island. Ditmars would belong to Coney Island. Ditmars would belong to Coney Okay. I'm still trying to figure out how that is. And Stillwell, uh, for the most part, was. Was at least governed by the union uh, from the shop, from Coney Island shop. Um, Stillwell was, was. Oh, you're talking about the union as far as who they govern? No, not no. You still the union. That's still the case. But but manage like, like in other words, you're the chairman of Coney Island Barn. So you you would go to Stillwell. You would go to 95th Street. You would go to Ditmars. Those were the, those were your places to go. Okay. If you were from Jamaica, you went to 179th Street, Parsons and Archer, Court Square. Okay. Everywhere that the, the Jamaica lines went. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So she never came forward to even defend you, and you lost all this time on the job. Well, that's okay because I'm, I'm I'm glad I did what I did. Did you get time? In the, did you get um, discipline for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Said it went to a final warning. A final. Yeah, I, I was out. I was out of service for like I said three months. Three months, mo- three right. months no pay. Um, and then I got a final warning. It was a, it was actually a thirty-day final warning. That's how they written it up. But I didn't get, like I said, I didn't get any of that money back. 
that um, for being out for three three months. months. Mm-hmm. So, but because I originally asked you why you couldn't get unemployment, because when that happened, I tried. Yeah. And unemployment did give me like two, three checks, and then they took it back. Why? Because the MCA probably fought it and said you was suspended out of, suspended due mm-hmm. to an yeah. assault. That's crazy. But that's how bad they didn't want to pay you. So with the new case, they brung it up and basically said you got a history of this. Exactly. Yeah. So they couldn't afford to keep you on the property another 15 years because that's probably the time. <laughs> <laughs> like 15 years later. But that's, that's the, I mean, see, that goes on to show you that nothing ever goes away down here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything sticks and stays. And when you go down to two Broadway, they will sure remind you of every little thing that you have Everything done. that I've ever, infra- any infraction I've ever gotten as a CTA comes up at every hearing. <laughs> every hearing. Because I remember, um, I w- uh, was you, yeah, I think that was the time we had the first meeting with Axelrod, right? Joe? Yeah, uh, coincidentally, his, his Yeah, because I remember you told me that you, yeah, yeah. You, we had to do it on the same day. Mm-hmm. And I remember Joe was telling me that he, he had to help you out, you know, make sure you left the job with a pension. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, so shout out to Joe for that. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> because that's the reason why we all come here. I mean, that's what, that, you know, that's the, uh, that's the end of the road. That's the rainbow. That we're all looking for, you know what I'm saying? See, that pension. Now, that's what I don't understand about MTA business. At the end of the day, the union is supposed to be for our best interest. We, we get that. But we are still the MTA babies. They employ us. They don't protect us in no form or fashion. So if somebody like Max get into an altercation, why don't you offer him retirement instead of firing? Look, we don't want to fire you. We want you to leave with your pension. Um. Just take this because it's not going to work in your best. Well, the, the, let, me, let me just get this straight so I work on standards, right? They couldn't really take my pension. My pension was with NICERS. They really couldn't take that away from me, but they can take the benefits that go with the pension. They can take the pass. They can take the medical. Okay. Right. They can take everything else. Right. I Thanks. thought if you get fired that you could lose your pension. No, no, no. Oh, no, no not no. if you have the time if and you have the, de- the time. If vested, on the job, vested, if you vested, right? They if can't you're vested, them. they can't do anything to you, right? Because that's because they they dump money into the pension, but they don't control it. Because so I had a friend. <laughs> it's crazy. He works for Transit now, but he worked at another job for 20 years. Lost his pension over over a case. What job? Housing. Was it theft? No. Nope, no theft, no nothing. He lost his pension. Any damage to property? Nope. It was the outside-related arrest. Had nothing to do with, with transit and lost everything. 20 years on the job. Well, well you got to see what the arrest was for. I know what it was for, but it still it still doesn't warrant him losing his pension. But it could be similar to us at transit. If we're not vest, well, you said he did He's 20 years. He vested 20 years. But um, nineteen years to be exact. Did he call Nices and they, see that part of his deal? Part everything? of his deal was was um to give up the pension. Or he part of go, his deal. Yeah, but still, if they can't touch it, they can't touch it. So why did he? Why was it on the? It table? was either that or jail time. It was. It was. It was weird how they did it. Definitely. Yeah, but um, 
they could. That's a, that sound like but an it's, isolated it's, case. It's, it's cops too. Like even with this um, uh, uh, correction sergeant just got arrested. Now they they pension is five years vested when she came in. Mm-hmm. She lost her pension too. Um, she had nine years on the job or whatever, but she lost her pension when she when she resigned to avoid the charges. So they can take your pension in some cases. You know, the only thing I, the only thing that I could say with that, see, you said housing with your boy, yeah. and now you're talking about corrections. Those are city agencies. But it's still nicest. It's still nicest, but remember, those are city nicest. It's New York City employees' retirement system. Okay, and those are, again, those are city agencies. But MTA, MTA is not a city agency. Yeah, but we so still. The M- so the MTA can't, again, they can't dip into or they can't they don't have no say so or no they can't put their hands in the nicest whatsoever because they're state because they're state you see what I'm saying yeah. so maybe I'm just an educated guess maybe that may be the reason why they was a corrections and PD and, well, and those agencies are allowed uh, could do craziness like that well maybe take your pension away because they could have direct access to into nicest you yeah, see what may, I'm saying yeah, yeah maybe yeah that's the only thing I could think of it's it's rare. It's rare that it happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's rare. Yeah. Do the police and uh, corrections and all them do they contribute to their pensions? Of course, of course, yeah. Of course, they do yeah. now, but they didn't for a while. Okay. The um the police they contribute three percent. Three percent, yeah. Tier yeah, three percent flat. They tier six is three percent. Okay. And sanitation, I believe, is what three percent also or something like that. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's less than us. So how long have you been retired? <laughs> Since uh, October of last year. <laughs> Basically, <you> right? Able- <laughs> Are you able to join like the retirement committee with TWU or they're like, we don't want you? No, I can join them. I can join them, but I'm paid up in dues till the, till the end of the year. Okay. Oh, so that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Would you prepaid your dues or something? Yep. Oh, okay. What's your reason for doing that? I don't want anyone that I might help right now, being an activist and everything, mm-hmm. tell me that I don't pay dues and I'm not a member. I am a local hundred member, one hundred percent. Okay. Right. So what is so the retirees association dues is what seventy five dollars or something like that? Yes, the retirees association dues are seventy five dollars. I think for the entire year. For the entire year, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you still go out to the barns and things like how do you where do you work at and how do you help people? Like how do people get in touch with you to say, Max, this is what's going on. I need your assistance. I get around. I get around. I go um I go to the friendly places. I really can't go to the unfriendly <laughs> places anymore because You got a restraining they, they, order. <laughs> they won't let me in there. But you know, uh Chairmans who are friendly and know me, they let me come in there and I, you know. But I keep, what is letting someone come in somewhere? Like, how does that go? It's transit property and I'm not a transit employee. Okay. So you have to be invited. Exactly. Um, Just say you left something at the lost and found. (laughs) (laughs) See, look, this guy, I just found the article, a sanitation worker lost his pension because he took a $20 tip. Okay, that's theft. A tip. That's not theft. A twenty. Well, somebody it's t- probably in their contract or their that rules they, and their rules, rules and regulations. Yeah. It's not that. Right. It's no, not that. No, but he can't none of, take. None care. of us could take tips. None of us can accept. Okay, yeah. so you, you, you can't take no tip from the bus. <laughs> oh, you you driving nice today? Head go lunch. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's probably in their rules and their policies and stuff like that, and you sign it when you get hired. It's a, yeah. It says a court. No, it's, 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 it has something to do with everybody. According to the city charter, public servants are forbidden to accept gratuities for performing any official duty. City rules don't dif- differentiate between a bribe and a tip. See? But losing your pension? 25 years on the job. Not 25 days. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's a little excessive. Very excessive. Yeah. Years. Wow. He's 56 years old. Losing it. What, what do you do at that point? And this was last year, 2016. Walmart. The lady, yeah, the, the lady had furniture in front of her house. I remember that story. And, and, yeah. and he removed it, and the lady was so happy. Like, huh, had go a tip. And his supervisor seen it and um, reported him. That's cold. Very he, cold. He split it half. He was supposed to give him a tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they going to do with $20? <laughs> split it 10 and 10. <laughs> Six pack of Corona or something. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but you know, people out here losing they they pensions. That's what I'm saying because, um, you know, it, it sucked to be 50 plus, and you put all this work into a job and you can't leave with anything. Now let me ask you this: How you feel about the um the railroad commutation passes where you're not eligible to get one? Oh yeah. Oh, the retirees can't get. They one. can't get a pass. Okay, yeah. You know, I really don't care. Wait, hold up. I don't. I don't. I don't use that those railroads. To be honest, I don't either. But I mean, we don't want to die, so you good to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let me ask you: by you crashes. being paid up, sh- should you be eligible? You think? I don't see why not. I mean, he's paid up in his dues to, to, for the whole year. That's true. And you're a local 100 member. You're not an employee. See, what about people like you? I would fight for. I would just get the pass for the hell of it. Summertime coming up, Jones Beach, wherever you choose, Metro North. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just I, I'm a, I'm telling you, I'm gonna just ride the train. I don't know which one I'm gonna get. The booze car sound kind of like very enticing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the Metro Ooh. North, Metro North, exactly. Yeah, going up, going up to Connecticut. You yeah, know? you know, I think a few of our MTA officials live up there. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. I gotta start doing research to see where these people live. See at. where these people live, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, some of them live out on the, on the island, so you know I'm gonna take a trip. You know, <laughs> you know, shoot, you know, get on the get on the Long Island Railroad, go out to um, the Hamptons. Yeah, no, the Hamptons. Go out to Splish Splash them on their way home from work. Yeah, yeah. On the train, sitting right next. And to And you know them. what we go do? We go get we a go, drink. No, we ain't gonna do that. We go bring. We gonna have our family come on the train. Let them pay <laughs> and ask the MTA official for their seat and see what they get up. And then I think what you posted, the shit has the nerve to say. If the if the train is crowded, you got to get up. I mean, that's the regular rule. Yeah, that's on the train that's and bus also. Yeah, if somebody asks me for my seat, um, I'm supposed to give it up. You're supposed to give yeah. it up. But first, I scan. I mean, I, I give it up. You know what I mean? Because you never know who's who or what's what. It's cameras everywhere. MTA worker full uniform. Don't After I seen that woman with all her belongings on the seat, you don't want to sit down. I'm right? not even <laughs> sitting down there. I mean, there's there's definitely hot spots on the train where you, if you're an MTA worker, you know not to sit. You do not sit in none of the corner seats. Mm-mm. None. Not one corner seat you sit in. Um, also, uh, it's very because I see a guy was p- pissing on my train, like pissing on the in the middle, right? I'm like, with everybody on the train. Yeah, it, I called it in. I said, all right, a guy pissing on the train, he don't give a fuck. He's crazy. Yeah. I'm not asking him 
to get out this train car. <laughs> I mean, he, he had his clothes. He, he like he, it was in his clothes. He took a piss on the train car. Okay. Did he go in between the cars? <laughs> he took a piss on the train in the middle, in of, the the middle of the car. Right? He whipped his joint out. Yeah. He whipped it out. Yeah, like it wasn't right. a lot of people on the train at first. But I called it in. I said he's crazy. Yeah, I said he's crazy. I'm not gonna go out there and be like I called it into control. Guy pissing on the train. This happened two times in a week too. Um, all right, uh, signal for police and rap. <laughs> AKA, we don't give a fuck. Just keep our service moving, right? A long short. Long so I short. said, all right, no problem. Doing signaling for police and route nothing. So it was raining that day too. So I totally forgot that the dude fucking pissed in the train, right? <laughs> but I remember where he pissed at. Because it was, it was a puddle there. People was mistaking that shit for water. <laughs> And was sitting in it, and it was another time when I was on the. It, these, oh, he peed on the on the seats. Peed everywhere. <laughs> and then, and then um, it's crazy because you call it in and you tell him like a guy pissing on the train. It was another time where um, I was leaving Coney Island. This dude said this lady told me it's a guy pissing on himself in the seat. All right, I called it in. It's a guy peeing on anybody who pee in the open is crazy. I'm not talking yeah. to you. You know what I'm saying? Um. I actually went out there and was like, um, yo, you can't, what you doing? And he said some gibberish. I said, all right, he crazy. I ain't even go get nothing physical with this guy because we get anything physical. Oh, you should have known this, that. You should have yeah. never came out your cab and all this other, mm -hmm. you know, pop political stuff. So I, I called it in, signal for police and route as normal. I was sig signaling from Bay Parkway on the end to 42nd Street. So... I finally see cops at 42nd Street. I said, oh, you had to remove the guy from the train? He said, nah, we ain't get that call. <laughs> I said, well, he's still there. All right, let's go see. They came back. Oh, the P dried up now, so it's okay. <laughs> wow. So I called Control. I said, Control, I called, you know, to get this guy removed from the train because he peed in the seat. Oh, um, you, where you made that call at? Because I didn't get it. I said, I did it in Brooklyn. Oh, it's different. It's different desks that handle different boroughs. What? Wow. I said, so y'all don't communicate with each other? I said, all right, I ain't gonna call this in no more. What the but fuck is this? But here's the thing. If, he, if you have a man peeing on a train and there's kids around, now it goes into something They else. don't care. It was one time I was on a Fox and I was so fucking pissed off. It was a guy jerking off. The F train, y'all. Yeah, God. yeah. I told you about that, right? No. I ain't tell you about that. It was a guy jerking off crowded train so i didn't know till a dude came to me with his daughter in the middle of the train or, or or he was like i was told that i was told that 14th street a guy came out and said look it's a guy jerking off on the train i'm about to knock him out <laughs> i said don't do it i said i'm gonna call it in don't do it so i ain't moved the train i called it in and said look it's a guy jerking off in front of kids okay um um signal for police and route so the I, I while um we keeping the train moving, I said, look, this guy about to call to fight on the train. Yeah, they about to do him dirty. All right, wait at Thirty Fourth Street. We I waited at Thirty Fourth Street about twenty minutes wow. for police to come. Thirty Fourth Street, waiting for police to come, and then they just remove him off the train. One cop come walking as slow as he wanted want to walk, and took the guy off the train. But you got people on the train jerking off in front of kids. And you telling us to keep the train moving? No, train That's stops. That's when a passenger should be like, I'm waiting here for the police and stand in the door. 
If I was a conductor, I'd be like, yo, wait in the door till the cops come. Yeah, I can't close down because because you know, he's standing yeah. in the door, he waiting for the cops. We don't want that 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 the head in the door <laughs> like they did, like the video that's like on the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would be like, wait right there because I can't close the door, and you want the police because he just exposed himself yeah. to your daughter. And and to all our coworkers, stop posting snitch videos. You posting these videos, they ain't funny. And you, and you showing, like you snitching. I don't see cops posting fucking videos of their coworkers beating up people. I don't see nobody other city agency snitching on each other. But we sit there and snitch on each other, and then turn it to management in the comments. But wait, this person should get this. Oh, they was wrong. Are we talking about the video with the woman with her? Yeah. Head? Was it originally posted by a coworker or? Yes, a- I seen it in my group by a coworker. But the video was made by Don't matter. Uh, we shouldn't share. Uh, um, you, it don't matter who made it. If it was a civilian, they could post that. Okay. That's cool. Because it's going to get like over a million. That's things. cool. We don't, what I didn't like was the comments that came with the video. Yeah, everybody turned into management. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person should get this. This person should get that. And they was even talking about the, the worker that was walking by. Like, oh, she just walked by and didn't do nothing. And I'm like, but how you do know, you know she wasn't going to open the doors? Like. No, because she could have this. The doors was partially closed. So if she really, to be honest, if she really wanted to do something, she could have turned the, the door to off. <laughs> she could have turned it to off. But the psychology is this. We used to it. We immune to it. Mm-hmm. We see this shit every day. So we don't react to it how, how a person that never seen it would react. Well, mm-hmm. everybody in the video is walking by. So it's, we it, all used it's, to it's, it in New York City. Every day on my train. Because I didn't think nothing of it when I saw the video. I, every day, every... <laughs> Every day on my train, people throw their kids in the door. Yeah, they, they strollers in the door. They arms. They 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 twelve hundred dollar bags. Everything in the door. I be I seen a I seen a, a, a YouTube video of a door with razor blades. And oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. And sometimes I be wishing that. Uh huh. Like stop throwing your body parts in the doors. Yeah. For her to put her head in the door. She had to deliberately do that because who leads with their head? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I was like, when I seen it, I thought it was like some spoof video because I was like, how the hell your head gets stuck in the door? Like, in defense of the conductor, that was at a terminal. How I know because the both doors was partially open where the person was filming from, and the the other train wasn't moving, of course. Mm -hmm. So it was partially open. It was a new tech train. When you partially open your doors, you don't have indication. So you don't know if somebody is caught in the doors or not. Okay. Maybe it was a curved station. Mm-hmm. We know that these um these uh screens, if it's a curved station, these screens, we don't align with the screens all the time. Okay. There's no procedure in place to tell us check the screens when you whatever the case may be at a terminal mm-hmm. when you partially close. Because mm-hmm. you'll have the screen on one position, but when you go to switch to the you gotta you gotta change positions at the terminal, you off the screen. Kinda like uh remember that time I'm at one forty fifth is a classic example. Yeah. You on the screen one part, then the other part you don't have no screen and no board. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to open up no door unless you have um a conductor's indication board on both platforms. On one forty fifth is well, not I like guess that. the video quarter floor in the system. Now it's a it's a thousand floors. Now you seeing it and someone should go if they know where the location is and see what the uh, what happened and how it could be avoided again and what changes MTA need to make. Everything. 
they they don't <laughs> they don't want to do it. I mean, they got to stop treating these passengers like they word is golden too. Because whatever that passenger say, that conductor is going to get in some serious trouble. And yeah, no matter how they put it. And that's not even just conductors. That's bus operators also. Because mm-hmm. with these arbitration hearings, that's all it simply takes is for the customer to come in and testify and say, oh, that happened. So it's like, what the fuck is the point? I mean, the person writes in and you go in there to step one hearing. They wrote what happened. Mm-hmm. So now you t- so now you want to take it to arbitration because you call yourself fighting, but then basically the same thing happens at arbitration. It's just that it's doing they're doing it in person. Yeah. So know what, that every single and, step and make can, them work exactly. And, but it's, but it's like still people are getting people are getting their people are getting the book thrown at them in arbitration. Yeah. So it's like where's the fight? There is no. You say you want to fight, but there is nothing. There's nothing there in the system for you to fight with. I'm actually call the union. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna holler at Broussard and ask him, did they? Because I, I heard, I seen on the internet that somebody got in trouble for it, or they knew who the person was. I'm gonna see if that's true. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want Kia or, or, or fucking <laughs> KC and JoJo handling the fucking case. <laughs> that's their new name, Jocelyn. You missed that. Kia, Kia's, um, K, KC. Well, no. Kia's Kia is Casey, right? Yeah. K. K, Crystal is C, and John Samuelson is JoJo. <laughs> JoJo, yeah. <laughs> But um, it happens on the bus as well. If you catch a passenger in the door, then you're going to get in trouble, especially if they call and report it. Like, oh, my hand. I want to go, go to the hospital. Then they get super dramatic. Now they want to go to the hospital because they threw their hand in the door. And you like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Every, we, live in a, we live in a capitalistic society. Lawsuits galore. Right. And when people see that MTA... That's when they say, oh, I can get paid. Because people find out that the MTA, like, when it comes to these lawsuits against the MTA, they'll drag it out forever. Mm -hmm. But, again, there are a lot of cases where they just say, okay, to keep from the long litigation, they'll just throw you some money. Yeah, especially if it involves a child. Mm -hmm. So I had a few people, they send the kids to run for the bus, kids put their foot in the door. I had to give them the mom look like we ain't doing that here. Move your feet, step outside and wait for your parents to come. Like you how do you throw your kids in the in the door and everything else? It's the next bus behind. It's the next train behind. They don't like, want to hear that. But they don't want to hear that. Hear they got to they got to have that bus. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. Come on, girl. They got to you know have that is? bus. You, you I, I blame that. it I blame it on the people who do things last minute. Mm-hmm. Nobody give themselves everybody to the minute, to the minute, to the minute. So they can't afford to miss that bus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even with me sometimes. <laughs> I'm to the to the minute going to work. I mean, I change the way I do it now. Like I try to give myself twenty minutes. I get to work twenty minutes before I have to sign on. I'm relaxed. I I have time to look over the GOs because they only give you fifteen minutes to do that. They put up one fucking GO paper and you got four crews looking at it. The GO paper look like a fucking uh Romeo and Juliet screenplay. You trying to decipher <laughs> the words, and meanwhile you go on the platform. Whatever they put out for the customers is so simple. Mm-hmm. So you better off going to read that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They make it super difficult for us, but for the customers, they put it in plain English. Mm-hmm. Give that to us. You sit there and read those complicated G. I mean, I could read them, but it takes time. This ball is being affected. Um, this plat- I don't need to know that I just need to know Which route we taking So I can pull a cord On my train operator If he take the wrong Fucking route <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> That's just how that's go go 
Well, that's the name of the game, you know. Um, you know, with bus operators and that, what you said with people throwing their their kids in the way. It's the, I think they're more stern on bus operators because the door is right there and you can see mm-hmm. what's going on. But with the train, it's like, okay, you got all these doors here, so you can't you can control yeah. all the doors, but you no matter what, you can't see all of it. But being you can see all the way back there, but still. the thing is that you can't think for everybody, right? The way the, the way the way right. the way it's set up is this, and the MTA need to know that. On these platforms, you don't know. You see people running on the platform. You don't know if they're trying to run to go to another car to catch another train. You see them walking because I close down the doors as soon as I see a space, a gap. Nobody's going in. The next thing you know, you see an arm, a leg, a baby carriage, <laughs> oh, yeah, an old lady cane. You, and you, you, you know, you see things like that. Yeah, I see it all the time on the subway. Like when I ride the subway, like um, an express local stop where mm-hmm. let's say if you're an ex- if if it, if there's a local in the station and the doors are about to close down then the express come blaring in the station oh, yeah, then they be like oh shit so then they go running and then they stick their arm out to you know yeah let me to, tell to you stop what, the doors let me tell you would be you know let me tell you would be funny same same situation okay the people always with the headphones in their ear um don't realize that whether the local, the express, or whatever they want to take is right in the station. Yeah. <laughs> so the way the time in the go, my train to close. Then they be like, damn, they ran all the way to my train, missed it. Then the other train doors close. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they missed both trains, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. No. The other day, I was working the, was it the Delta? The, Nance, the Nancy's was going over the Delta. I was making announcements all throughout the 4th Avenue. So one guy came to me at 9th Avenue, because we're going from 36th to 9th Avenue. Why you ain't t- say, make no announcements that uh, you was going this way? I said, excuse me? I said, what you got in your ears? Mm-hmm. Oh, headphones? Okay, have a nice day. Even without and, headphones, they don't listen. Nah, you but be the, making announcements on yeah, the bus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I be making listen. so many announcements, and then they're like, it's a stop that's closed, and I'm like, the stop is closed. You have to either exit here or exit at the next one. Listen, let and me, they still ring the bell and be like, "Why you pass my stop?" <laughs> let me tell you all about Manhattan, and it's still the same <laughs> way now to this day because I hear guy drivers talk right. You know, in Manhattan, they have street fairs every year all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. They have all types of detours and parades because that's what Manhattan is. So now the people that live in Manhattan, y'all know this because these are things that happen every year. So when the so if you if you if you're out if you drive down Fifth Avenue and now you're diverted because of, of because of a parade and most times you're diverted over to Lexington Avenue if you drive those Fifth Avenue lines so these people act real dumb when you go over to Lexington Avenue and as if it shit don't happen every year every fucking year Joe you do and then when it and I say Madison and Fifth Avenue because there's multiple lines that go up and down those avenues so. I always used to say, even when I drive, I said, listen, they don't look at that sign. That sign could say, next bus to hell, and they'll still get on there. <laughs> yeah. Joe, let me ask you a question, because you put out a, um, you, know? you put, um, I don't know if it was an email, but I read it somewhere. What vice chair position is open in RTO? You have, uh, I think, Sharon Watts. She left officially? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, well, that's word I got. Sharon Lefka? I don't know. <laughs> I, ain't seen I, heard prom- I heard she got promoted. I knew she was on the list. I, I swear, and, and, and yeah, train dispatcher. Right. So there is a, um, there's an opening for the tower vice chair spot. Did she leave? Because I, I just heard somebody mention her name last week. 
Well, I got, I got to find out. I know. <laughs> Jamel have that answer next week. Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll send out an email and retract that. Uh, yeah, but I did. I heard she was leaving for a while. For a while now. Yeah, yeah that's th- why I'm surprised this ain't, she ain't This is not nothing new. This was like last year type stuff. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I heard she was gone, but she's not. I apologize to that's her. That's when you put I'm that not, out. I'm not trying to push her out the door. But let just, me ask you a question. Just trying to get those spots filled. Now, is she allowed to do that? I thought it was something that you couldn't go from the union to management. Well, nothing to stop you. There's nothing can stop you from doing that. She's not the only one that did it because um, it's another guy in RTO named uh, Bruce Saab. I don't think you do. You know Bruce? I, I heard of the name. Yeah, because he used to be at 130 Livingston Street to deal with dealing with new people. Okay, but he went from the union to train dispatcher. Okay, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if there's anything. I I don't know what the bylaws say. The OA two spot, the board spot. Uh, that person became a superintendent. I mean, you know, bypass MS. About Austin? Bypass yeah, supervisor. Frank Austin, Frank yeah, Frank Austin. No, 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 not him. Um, the one. Uh, Sandra. Uh, the, the lady? Her name escapes me right Um I don't want to say the wrong name. But she was, she's OA2. She was OA2 e-board. She went to superintendent. Straight on up. Yeah, Sandra Jernigan's. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandra Jernigan's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yes. spot's open. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was making, you know, the union aware that I'm aware that these spots are open, and we're not going to wait for the 18-month period so you can appoint. The bylaw says that we deserve an election, and we're going to have one. Within 60 days, it has to be. Right. Yeah. But the thing is that what's the, we got to find out the exact dates that these people left. Well, I think the RTO spots was, was, was vacated, not the vice chair, but the e-board was vacated last year, wasn't it? Now, let me ask you something. Was it? Frank Austin? How long no, 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 no. He's talking about the um the RTO. The e board the e board spot. Who who had that spot? I wish I was looking at it. you know, I could bring it up. Because what spot in RTO? Yeah, there's an e board spot in RTO Yeah, we, know, we know that. We okay. know that. But what's um was she was was black on the e board too? Who? I mean, what's what's her name again that we just named? Sandra Jernigan. No, the the, the other lady. Watts. Yeah, is she on the e board too? No. Right? She not? No, no she's she not on the e board, no. Chair. Yeah, she oh. was vice chair. For towers, yeah, she been down for a while. She was with Roger, now with Samuelson, right? Yeah, yeah. The by the bylaws say you know that uh, you have to fill this the spot. Is it sixty days? You have to do it within sixty days, but you know the clock stops. You can't say, well, sixty days from now is the eighteen month period, so we're going to appoint. No, no. But, no. But, but they did it. They did it with Nelson Rivera, though. Well, that's just an appointment. I mean, from the top, the bylaws the bylaws doesn't say anything about the top. Oh, okay, vice presidents, top four. I think they just get appointed. I thought it said only the vice. I, only I e-board and division are are midterm elections if there's a, vacation, a vacated oh, okay. position. Okay. So Sharon Watts is possibly out. You know, she. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's good for her, I guess. Like I said, uh, this is this is information I got. It's not like the union tells us anything. Yeah. <laughs> so if I am mistaken, I apologize. I'm not trying to throw her out the door. Just trying to make sure that the union does its job. Tell you they either become a supervisor or retire, <laughs> like leaving us. How much, how much time Sharon got? Crap. Close to thirty years. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> so she about to skate into her real retirement. What's she gonna do? She probably probably do. ten as a supervisor. Yeah, is that two? That's still one pension, right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same. Yeah, all right. Skate into a supervisor. Live a good life. Yeah, a lot of those union reps, it's like they feel it's beneath them 
you know, not her, but I'm talking about other, definitely them bus guys. They, it's beneath them to put on that uniform mm-hmm. and drive a bus again. Beneath them, you know. Because we were talking about Frank Austin, and, you know, basically he has a lot of time. He has close to 30 years also. And but ever since I've been on the job, he's been in the union. I never seen him drive a bus. So, wow. but but again, it was elected positions as chairman. So, mm-hmm. and he was he always did his thing as chairman. It's not like he was a slouch or anything. He did his thing. So, basically, you know, he just lost this time or whatever for whatever reason, you know. And then he became a superintendent. But but the point I'm trying to make is that somebody like that has the time on the road to where he can get money. Mm-hmm. He could pick money and he could get money, extra extra money over time. Have a nice, easy run, too. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Have a nice, easy run in that depot. So to go to superintendent, being a slave, basically, making starting all over, starting all over again for 100 and they start with 105, I think. But yeah, the, he could have got that to, as a bus to, operator. Huh? He could have got a 105 at a, as a bus operator. He, he could have got more than that as a bus. He, yeah. Again, he could have again he could have picked a regular 60-hour run, mm-hmm. and that would give you 105. It's about yep. power. Just coming to work. It's yep. about power for some people. Yeah, it's about ha- ha- having authority. And yeah. the title. Yeah. And the title, yeah. 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 Joe, how you feel about the um, what's going on at Spring Creek with the, um, the breaking away from ATU? Oh, the staff? Yeah. Um, I guess it's up to them. I, I, you know, they're probably angry they don't get proper representation being a smaller group. So I, I don't see how you gain much more power by making yourself smaller. But I guess that's up to them. I, I really don't know their issue yeah. other than just to, just to say that, you know, they'll never have anybody in a significant um, position in the, in the union because they're so small. So their votes, you know, don't count. Now, let me ask you, Jamel, with them coming, the bus operators are coming here, too, if they want to join um, TWU with the Spring Creek Depot. Uh, is it, well, is it is is it our local or is it to, or they forming local one hundred one hundred A or something like that? What yeah, it's that? not our local. It's not our local. I don't even know why they're doing that one hundred A stuff. I Just think make it one hundred two. I know? think it's, what? that's what I'm saying. I think it's something. <laughs> I think it's something funny going on. I think so too. I think that this, I think I think that part time. I think that this is a slap, another slap at this is a, a jab at Hanley. You're, you're absolutely right. You're right. Samuelson is very malicious and immature, and he will probably that we go take we taking your people do local that kind one thing. Yeah, local one hundred. But how can you go about forming the A? Like it don't make no sense. Like you said, they should have did local eighty nine and local fourteen, whatever right, it is. Right. Local one hundred A is the union doing subdivisions? Of, are we, of are, are we going to be subsidizing them? Yeah, that's what it sounds that's like. What I want to know. Yeah, is, I think I think we subsidizing them. Yeah, their depot have part-time drivers. Yeah, because they're MTA and bus. If we have like the if they start as a subsidy, then they join in. Now you got part-time as and it, it makes it makes it a reason to have part-timers on the property. Well, then yeah, they well, can start picking listen, listen, into the depot. That's what's gonna happen anyway. Because again, with this contract here, mm-hmm. if you look at it with three D vision, and if you know the deal. These people, they first of all, they want to undo bus consolidation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's number one. And then number two, when you combine basically with MTA bus getting all the things parity with the things that we got in our contract, mm-hmm. you know, what's just coming, it's just a matter of time. Next before now, they'll be picking into the OA depots. They probably wouldn't more than likely because, because y'all are civil service, they couldn't touch Brooklyn. But basically, these people could be able to pick in the map store garages, and then and then they'll sell it as 
OA people. Now you can go to Queens. You can go to um, you, you can go to College Point Depot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they'll sell it like that, Joe. I know yeah, you're no, laughing. Know. Yeah. They'll they'll sell it like now you can go to Queens and you know. But basically, listen, there's part timers over there, so you'll have these part timers mm-hmm. in these OA garages. And see, like I said, that's where it's, that's how they'll that's how they'll sneak it in. Because when I heard 101 A, I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. Your stepchild? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When when there was an attempted breakaway um, by MTA bus back in the day, in, in, in early in Roger's term, and it was uh, George Jennings was the vice president of, of uh, MTA bus at the time, and um, they, w- they, they were going to call themselves 100A. They, it never worked because it was... Uh, um, you know, you, you're you're, re- you're not su- you're not really supposed to do that. Break away from your union, so it never really panned out. But they 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 were talking about calling themselves 100A. So it's very kind of suspicious now that another group of people would call themselves 100A. Like I think there's more to the story. You guys are right. There's more to this story coming, and uh, eventually that 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 puzzle will be put together. Right. But I like. I think the- we already put it together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Uh, is there's probably yo you're right about the suspicions about how the job conditions yeah. are going to change because yeah. remember the four day work week is only proposed in Brooklyn right now right now yeah. so now coincidentally you have a depot in Brooklyn that wants to break away and join a whole new union and yeah. then how so now you're going to have them in Brooklyn and then this right. shit don't happen overnight no on. right but right <laughs> because because it Rama, it is a committee to talk about it exactly the four day work week okay so well, Samuelson tried to um tried to raid ATU over there before he tried to go and 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 get the the operators in um in Spring Creek to uh to decertify ATU that was in that letter that Hanley wrote back to Lombardo um when when Ed Watt came on the show and it was this like big stink about that, like okay, it was so stupid. I don't even know how the hell my name got on those letters, but because um, he was with Progressive Action. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, right? So I'm a, I'm a I'm a scab. So anyway, um, the thing is that that you know they tried to raid those properties before and it didn't work. So now I think maybe they're trying to just pull pieces. Mm-hmm. Say, look, you know, we'll pull you over, and you know, you come with us under the umbrella, and we'll, you know, we'll hook you up, and we got plenty of dues money here, and you know, we'll pay for you, and um, you know, you just kiss our ass. And, like T-Mobile, uh, we'll pay you, we'll pay off your balance when oh. you leave, <laughs> <laughs> when oh, you leave Sprint. <laughs> um, just her name is Sandra Black. Oh, Sandra Black. Okay, right. That that's that spot's been open a while. Yeah, oh, Joker, e- Joker Styler, Shauna Robinson, Sandra Black were the three e-board uh, elected, Gaducta Tower, and she left, so that's an open spot. Where did she go, you know? A dispatcher. Oh, right. oh, her too, okay. Shit, what I'm doing? I got to call for Dispatcher. Watts? I might as well get out of here too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Last one, I'll turn off the lights. Okay, they said they have an intern person named Michelle Figueroa, Figueroa to doing replace what? her. Sandra to Black? replace Sh- Sharon Watts. What? Oh, really? That's Chris. She ran on Chris Duesley. Michelle Figueroa. Michelle Figueroa yeah. to replace Sharon Watts until the elections. Are That's very interesting. Until oh, so the election. So Sharon is out of there. Okay. Yep. So we got she that did. one right. <laughs> so how they chose the intern person? Like, how did this Favorite happen? To, the thing is this. Joe had mentioned it to me. Uh, Chris Du is up under Samuelson now. 
So you ask Crystal who you want to be in this place. Another yes woman. Mm-hmm. Michelle Figueroa. Let her run the interim spot. Because it's making sense. Everything is making sense. And now they're not even, are they even saying anything about having an elections? Or are they going to let her stick in the interim spot? Well, it and depends make how much, think it depends how much noise still. is made exactly. by the op- opposition. Right. Joe, Joe is saying, we need to have an election. You right. got to force them into election. He, okay. They would, they would and rather. this is RTO. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. they would rather like let this go by the eighteen month yeah. period, and then they get to a point. So then they own you. At least when you're elected, you know you can stand up for yourself a little bit. But when they appoint you and release you, which is probably going to happen, then your ass is owned. You yeah, but look at look, look at Loka. He was voted in, and they sent his ass packing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you could be voted in and get and still not. No, Which not everybody's released. No. I don't like. How can you be voted in by the people and the president's like, I don't like you, so you got to go? He, ultimately, he's the boss. I don't agree with the that's, move. That's, that's like, you can't, president, br- br- uh, who, who we got now? Trump can't send Maxine Waters back to Louisiana, California, wherever she's from. California. California, yeah. okay. He can't send her back to California. The people voted for someone, that's the person who should hold that spot? Correct. I'm not disagreeing, but I'm not I, disagreeing I, either. No. I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. But the thing is, you got to look at the votes and the people who voting for you. The people, obviously, the people who voted for him isn't outraged. You know what I'm saying? You you send you send. Uh, even if you use Cuomo, let's say if he was to fire Cuomo or get send Cuomo back to whatever. Yeah. There's gonna be a whole bunch of New York State people. With mm-hmm. Samuelson leading the charge as to why, <laughs> as as to why, um, what what is Trump doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Local got sent back, and there's no outrage. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Definitely. If, 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 if let's say if Willie or JP gets sent back, no matter how crooked you think they are, they got their loyal followers, mm-hmm. and it's going to be outrage. Now, did you vote? Now you got to look at why did people vote for you? They voted for Mike because of what? I don't know. Because I never knew of him before Progressive Action. So why they why did they vote for him? You know what I'm saying? There's no outrage. You gotta get people to love who you are. You know what I mean? You gotta mm-hmm. you, they gotta love you. If they don't love you, you anything can happen. Cause only thing only person that's fighting for Michael Loka is Michael Loka. And that's not a good argument. It's not. Definitely isn't. Like you said, you have to have a good back end before you take anything. So if anything happened to you, the people that follow you be like, wait, what the hell? How you send him back to his tools and we voted and we get outraged, but then what can the people do? Let, let's take let's they take be, let's take Richard Thorne, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's just say if he just they do some bullshit with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Flatbush go go crazy. Man, listen. Yeah. Flatbush go go crazy. No matter which way you put it, Flatbush go lose their mind. You know what I mean? And and because he has a back end. His 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 rise was built on substance. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to have substance. Mm-hmm. Loka, I mean, I don't agree. I don't care if he got, he had a back in the knot. He should he should still remain what he was doing. He shouldn't be back at his tools. That's crazy. I got to get his ass up here. So now what about Ron Carter from East New York? I mean, well, I mean we're, we're, I, I'm hearing that he got um, petitions around. Yeah, oh, there's petitions yeah, out there I, for him? I, from what I understand, but, um, you know, his situation is different. You know, he got accused of something. What did Michael Loco get accused of? You know what I'm saying? He, he His guilt is being friends with Joe Costales because mm-hmm. they didn't even save Joe. You know what I'm saying? 
So, you know, Michael Loka's situation is different. You st- no matter how you put it or how crooked you are, everybody know, everybody don't like JP or Willie. You know what I'm saying? They got their enemies. Everybody don't like, uh, what's the other guy's name? Davis and, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? What's his name? Yates. Yates. But, if they get sent back to their tools, yeah. they're going to have their loyal followers. But I mean, these I don't what was Michael local position because these people are bigger like you when you are ahead oh, I don't of even a, know what he was what he was, Joe Vice what? He's a vice chair. I'm going to look at it. Of right conductors because he is a yeah. conductor. So Oh, he's a vice chair of conductors. Because when you talk about TA Surface and Depots, these are people that we see every day that you was build he, was a more he, was personal he because didn't we just with? say that mm-hmm. what's the name was? Um, no, that that's a special tower spot. What's a the the one we're talking to Sharon Watts? Yeah, that that's a tower spot. Oh, she got oh so so Michael Local probably was conductors, right? Share conductors then, or some, yeah. some craziness like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Tower has their own. I'm just I'm just looking it up. It's so just, is this all the conductors in the A and B division? Conductor, to, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Crystal is chair of all conductors. Crystal is, but I don't know. I don't know. I never, like I said, I don't know. I don't know Mike. I mean, uh, Loka, yeah, I don't know what his position was in the union. So, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. But yeah, you definitely should have people backing you. There's two B division vice chairs: Demetrius Goody and Michael Loka. All right, so he's a B division. Yeah, but he's a he's a B division. Okay, but but there's no there's no outcry. You know what I'm saying? There's no nobody's. Well, maybe up. after today there'll be an outcry. It's maybe, too late. Do How people long already know he did? Did you guys know he was sent back to his tools? Everybody on Progressive Action know he was sent back to his tools. <laughs> That's how I found out. Cause I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Okay. I I, I have him on my bowling team any day. Yes. <laughs> oh, two bowling balls carrying around yeah. two bowling balls, man. But yeah, dedicated. He should definitely that. Like once you elect someone. It, it you could care less what the president's personal opinion is about you. The people voted you in, just like the people voted for the president, and you stay at that position. But Samuelson know that, um, you know, certain people that he's getting out of here, they ain't got no backing. Mm-hmm. There's no backing. Like I said, you could get votes, but people vote for you probably because they don't know better. Probably because you just. They want to. They don't want to vote for the other person, yeah, so they like. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's, Let me see it's, how it's, this goes. It's crazy, but Michael Loka should be, um, he should be still in the union. I don't care how bad or good he was. He got voted in by the people. What kind of democracy is this? Yeah, the electoral college. Nah, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam the Samuelson College. The people chose you, but the system don't want you. So mm-hmm. you got to go back. Get now, the who, fuck out of here! Who filled that seat? <laughs> <laughs> is that an open seat? Y'all need represent, representation? Like, what the hell is going on with the seat? But I think that what the, the situation is, I think he still has the the uh, position, but he's just not released. Is is that true, Joe? Yeah, he couldn't take the position from him unless he did something wrong. He'd so, have to be brought up on charges. Here's the thing about that, and... Not even y'all should be outraged because y'all have one less person like really representing the conductors. No, actually, in the B division. actually, it works out good. That means that we actually got a rep in the field at all times. <laughs> 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 On the move, yeah, that, that works out perfect. Oh man, Mm-mm-mm. but one in, step in, closer in, to the next plan, right? <laughs> 
In his case, though, I mean, a vice chair is supposed to take over for a chair. Now, there's two vice chairs in the B division, and I guess the A division. There, there was that's that's really the vice chair's job more than anything is to take over for chair leaves. So, you know, I mean, you would want your vice chairs to be taking care of union business, so they're ready to do that if that should ever happen. Yeah. If a, if a, if a division chair decides to take a promotion, or quit, or retire. You know, your vice chair should be ready to take over, not not just have them, you know, running around out in the field and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. No, and I guess the B division is so big, so they need two vice chairs. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I, I I gotta see how next year elections go add up for Samson and them. Oh yeah, the, you know that'll be very interesting. I want to see with with RTO especially. But basically, the record that they have, the record that they'll be running on, two fucked up contracts. Now, like I said, we can sit here and name everything. You know the deal. We can name everything. So it's like, how do y'all go out there and debate whoever's going to oppose y'all? Well, if you got Samuelson speaking to an uneducated membership and telling them inflation and cost of living is the same thing. It's the same thing, thing, yeah. (laughs) That's just like saying... well, wiping your ass with toilet tissue and newspaper is the same thing. Well, you yeah. gotta remember exactly. a lot of the the sweetness started in twenty eighteen, so he gonna be it's like, gonna be fresh. I know your seven pennies a night differential. Uh huh. He gonna be like, yo, your longevity pay. Your new boots. <laughs> Everything's coming, y'all. Come on now. Your you bonus. Right the bonus. The bonus. The bonus is right fresh. The right bonus. You be able to. You be able. You be able to go to Olive Garden like Justin. The Olive Garden gift certificate is coming. Exactly. Everything is gonna be lining up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Joe, our um, our raise kicking this right now. This next check, it should be. So we actually getting paid our raise right now. We're getting paid our new rate right now. Yeah, it started. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When the retro? That's next month, like a month from now. Okay. But it, you know, like the retro ends this week. Okay. We get it, you know, so it's like three months retro or something. Yeah. It'd probably be like going to Disneyland with that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling people, you know what? If you want to see any money out of that whatsoever, um, put it in your uh, your four one k dependent and then on your W two. Still, yeah, that's that's the other way. But put it in your four one k and then take it out as a loan. And then you'll beat the taxes, and then you just pay it back to yourself. Because if you let them tax it, they're going to take out half. That's too much, Joe. Go to the BSC website and put nine. (laughs) But but three months worth of retro. How much can that be? For car inspectors, 40 hours, no overtime, nothing. It's $463. Okay, so $463. So half of that is $230. So again, you'll be able to go to you'll be able to go to um Boulder Creek. (laughs) Wait, wait. No, 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 no. No, there's a reason I say Olive Garden. Because there's dues and there's back dues. Mm. Okay? You gotta pay your back pension. You got to pay everything retro backwards, so the deductions don't just stop from the government. So when do I so do your dues go up? So you're in tier six. So you're for what you said, four hundred and twenty-three. So we're gonna get one hundred and three dollars after everything is paid off. Oh wow, yeah, the tier six pension. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, and I had mentioned this before, but people don't really see in raises is that your tier six uh, contributions go up. Yeah. Uh, at a higher percentage than tier four, so. 
Um, tier. The only people who didn't see that was everybody in tier four. Tier four. Tier six people know when well, you get a I raise, mean, but it's gonna your it, percentage go up. Well, your percentage goes up, but it also goes up like uh, comparatively. For instance, mm-hmm. a tier four. Uh, contribution is going to go up $72. A tier six contribution is going to go up $107. And that's not, I'm not talking about that it brings you into a different bracket. If you're in like 5.75, it's going to go up $107. It has nothing to do with bringing you into the next bracket. It's always going to be that way. That's the other crime, that the contribution will continue to rise. It, and that's a lot different than when they, when they messed up tier four back in the day and we had to fix it. This this thing here is 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 new, It's unheard of. That's why we kept saying we're not even seeing a raise because our contribution will always go up the more we make until it max at six percent, and then and then go up more because if you get a raise, the the good thing is if Samuelson remains the president, your pension won't go up that much <laughs> because you won't get much of a raise. <laughs> 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 We're just looking on the bright side here. Exactly. Because what the hell else can they give back? <laughs> you know, you, you, well, got, you got a contract here that basically has the potential to cut all the overtime. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, you, um, you posted an interesting picture, and I was actually looking for my – I had – I keep that around, but I can't find it since I got my new phone. It's a meme of, like – they playing Monopoly on top of the people's back. <laughs> oh, okay. You know yeah. All you, you got to do is stand, stand up. up. yeah. And With, the game is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I, that's, that's like a twofold message because for the most part, you could say, well, it's the rich playing, playing on, on the back of the poor. But I also send it out there as, you know, game over for the union, you know, um, you know taking our dues money and doing nothing. That all we have to do is stand up mm-hmm. and the game is over. And, and, and it's that, that message, I'm not just putting it out there to the local. I'm putting it out there to the rest of the country. I'm contacting other locals and other people, and I'm telling them that the international is just as guilty of what's going on as, as Local 100 or your local, whether it be 556, whether it be 568, everywhere else where there's something funny going on, Samuelson is involved because he's <laughs> the number two man. He's the common mm-hmm. denominator in everybody's problems. Correct. And, and, and there is outrage out there. Maybe we'll spend a little more time on another show to go, go in depth. But, you know, of course, you know, you see me posting up stuff on, 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 on social media and defending those people because they're, 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 what's happening to them is the same thing that happened to Max and Jack the Center. And my, my, my phrase for it is, is financial terrorism. And they're, what they're doing is they're going after people that are opposition and trying to hurt them in the pocket. Um, company union the company union is, 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 is coming up and flourishing and once that happens it's going to be very very hard to get rid of it I mean we, if we don't strike now and, 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 and get rid of these people because there's no negotiating with them all this leadership has to go they all have to go there is no talking to them there's no compromising with them they all have to go before we turn into a company union you know what I want to do Joe I want to um I want to ask them for their for their financial reports. The union. I want to um, see how they spending the money because we could do that, right? You're entitled to that. And how long would it take to do that? Well, this this is the story you're going to hear. Um, they're going to say, "Well, tell us specifically what you want." Mm-hmm. Then you tell them, "Well, I want to see everything." Then they're going to be like, "Well, you know, that's not that's not easy to do." But if you were to bring in a forensic auditor 
and, and have an attorney um, standing by, you'd find that they'd pull everything out real fast. Um, so a letter to the recording uh, to the secretary treasurer starts that process because you, you are entitled to because it. Because I want to see they, I actually want to see the credit card statements. Okay, for, for, start with that. That's fine. And would they give me itemized or would they just give me how much this person spent or this person spent? Like, T- well, Tell them what you want. And, and Latanya should be able to do that. No, Earl Phillips. Earl Phillips, yeah, Earl Phillips. But I send it to Latanya or Earl? No, you send it to Earl. Okay. C.C. Samuelson. And if they don't get back to me? Well, then that's when your lawyers. <laughs> you see, we, we tried to do that in 2011, and they just said no. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Do you have the money, you know, to, 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 to hire a lawyer, to bring them to court, to, to drag the books out? And... Um, as a matter of fact, we brought a lawyer to Larry Carey's office, and Larry Carey told us to get out. So, is there anything in the bylaws of the, or the the bylaws that say that we could request this information? I believe it's a constitution. Constitution thing. All right. So, I'm gonna do that. So, you brought a lawyer, and they said you gotta go. Like get out. they 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 still refuse to give you the information. The former, um, um, what's his face, Larry Carey, the former general counsel of Local 100. Yeah, told us to get out of his office. And that was that was it? Well, d- then you can be like, okay, let's kick up 25 grand and go to court and tell them to open their books. They were not going to open those books. Th- those books, those, that, was, uh, that was right after the audit. What we wanted to see was what happened after the audit now. Mm-hmm. Because the audit was from January 2010 to October 2010. And then after that, we wanted to see what happened. How much I pay for that? What? That lawyer to get the, that audit. No, the International did that. Oh. The International had to do it because Izzy, Izzy, oh, okay. Izzy went and told the International what was going on. And, you know, they, they, they dumped the whole thing on Izzy and got rid of him, um, being the only whistleblower. And then, but, but Izzy's communication with the International Administration at the time, Jim Little, they, 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 they forced an audit. On the uh, on the local, and it wasn't on everything. It was just on undocumented expenses, expenses without receipts. Like in other words, a credit card would have yeah, you would see on a credit card statement, but there was no receipt to accompany it. And with 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 that receipt, there has to be like some kind of expense report that says why you spent that money. Why were you in the same fucking steakhouse for breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. in the same day? Who were you seeing? And why, why the steakhouse is around the corner from the Union Hall. You can't say that you from had the to Union be. Hall or two Broadway. Two no, Broadway. the old Union Hall at 80 West End. So that was P.J. Clark. P.J. Clark. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Down stayed in that motherfucker. Yeah, I yeah. gave you guys that 56-page thing. I got, yeah, I got it. Right. It's a very, very small font, right? You look through that and you see how many times you see P.J. Clark. Yeah, we talked about that on the show. Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> right. We talked about that on so the show. So P.J. Clark's in one day, in one day, there was three different pj clark's um expenditures and they were um this pj clark's was right around the corner from the union hall and that's a very expensive steakhouse it's in the excelsior hotel yeah because it's right across the street from a uh, lincoln center so i know, I know right. that, yeah. so why couldn't they have their meetings in the union hall why did it have to be in the steakhouse so we need to send them send earl an email and t- i want to see the financial credit card statements of all the top offices vps and chairs and then when they don't do it, we got to Well, everybody go, don't got a credit card. Go fund me for our lawyer. The top, top officers have credit cards. And, and, and directors, 
people that need to spend money, they need to travel. Um, probably Phil Donnie, you probably got a credit card. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you know, a lot of people do have credit cards. So ask everybody that has a credit card. I want to see the credit card statements. Yeah, for the past uh, <laughs> seven years. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm gonna ask them. I'm gonna ask them for all of 2016. Yeah. Cause they know yeah, I could, they know for a fact I got a lawyer and my lawyer is working pro bono. Me, <laughs> that's how that's going down. And let me ask you something. Didn't you say there was something else in the LM twos that said there was money sent to an there was money spent in an organization called Sending the Clowns? Oh, Sending the Clowns. You know, Local One Hundred. I, I, I think they like double dipping and spending money on themselves. So um, they, cre- they, they created a company called Sending the Clowns. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. They spent 11000 and change on a company, Sending the Clowns Corporation, which I was like, all the clowns. It's funny because I did post that. It was transit night. Um, yeah, at the, the circus. At the circus at 195 <laughs> Montague Street. Mm-hmm. And they just happened to give money to Sending the Clowns. <laughs> corporation. <laughs> maybe Did that's you what look it, up the corporation. May, maybe that's where they do their training school at. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that that's the name of their slate in 2018. <laughs> Send in the clown slate. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah. About. So, yeah. Joe, t- tell the people. I see you posting in the group also um, about your bowling um, fundraiser. Oh, we got we have a bowling fundraiser. Maxi is is uh, setting it up. Um, you in charge of that, Max? May seventh. Mm-hmm. You see, look, you you're doing your retirement we got, right. We, man. we got we got Max busy. We keeping him busy. Okay, we don't cool. want him get fat on the couch. We, okay, wanna, we want him to work. All right. Well, I have been losing weight now. All right. So let's talk about the uh, what's going on. Yeah, we're gonna have a um, on May seventh of this year. Uh, we're gonna have a nice bowling tournament type thing it's going to be like you know you come it's unlimited bowling we're going to have three hours of unlimited bowling food um and we want to set up a little tournament too if we can among ourselves just to have fun you know um it's going to be at uh, the 360 lanes on rockway boulevard i don't have the address in front of me joe could pull it up he got that 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 uh, 87 inch flat screen I have yeah, my brain <laughs> Okay I got the, I got the flyer right here Okay It's gonna be at 360 Bowling Lanes On 9818 Rockaway Boulevard No Zone Park Alright And we're doing this May 7th At 7pm to 10pm And really A lot of people should come Because it's gonna be A lot of fun um, We have tickets Out in the field We also have um, It's all inclusive And it's gonna be $50 to you know, get involved. Um, it's going to be a great time. I'm telling you, we're going to have a real good time. This is a fundraiser event, so this is for our little organization. We're trying to you know create money to um, take care of all the needs that we have to do with like uh, paperwork and flyers and you know getting the information out to the members. So come walk, come. Everyone's gonna have a great time if you come. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause I seen um Loka, Loka. I thought you put it in the group, but Loka put it in the group. Mr. Two Bowling Balls. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, it makes sense because he it, obviously he loves bowling. Yeah. <laughs> you got to to carry him around like that. You it's know, free free alcohol. What's going on? I see food and beverage. What beverage? You know you got to be specific with transit Pepsi. workers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's non-alcohol, guys. Sorry. <laughs> they, they got alcohol there, but it is, that's not included. B-Y-O-B. Bring your own bag. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. We're going to have the whole second floor, so, you know, we're going to be all private up there and have a good time. What, does it have a bar? Oh, yeah, it has a nice bar downstairs. But it's not included into the... Um, it's not included, right? Hey, so you got to buy your drinks. Yeah. That's all. Put your yeah. Hennessy in your pocket. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> bring a little, bring your own yeah, little Yeah, they got taste. the little shot bottles, you know, and we, and <laughs> we know, and we bring your flask. And we know some airline flask. personnel, me, too, now. Me and, me and Max, me and Max, we walk. You alcoholic to own one of those, man. <laughs> I got and, a flask. You got right, Maxie? Me and Max will be going into City Field clanking and clinking. <laughs> with the, uh. <laughs> and, they, and they, you know, they pat you down, but they feel it. They're like, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, so that's a so yeah, I, um, you know that's like they said, a fundraiser event going down fifty dollars, all inclusive, forty five dollars advance tickets, and it's a Sunday. It's on a Sunday, senior days. Yeah, you know it's young. <laughs> you know it's just tier six people. We can't uh, we can't do Sundays. <laughs> so all y'all tenured people, you know Sunday is a good day. It's late. Well, we were going to do it on any day, you know. I mean, it was Friday and Saturday are bad for bowling because it's unfortunately the leagues. There's a lot of leagues that are going on in that bowling alley, and Sunday was the best possible day we could get. Why y'all ain't doing that where we did it? Because they got leagues down there too. They got more, but they're they're more corporate. If you look at the place there, they got going on over there. They're a little bit more corporate, aren't they? How much they told us if we wanted to rent it? Did we ask that? Um, to rent the entire spot. Would have been much more than what we paid for bowling. Yeah, we actually that shit cost us. <laughs> that shit cost us money, a lot of money that night. Oh, okay, <laughs> letting people free bowl. We'll do it again, but not right now. No, no. Once a year, we'll give back to the people. Plus, you can get parking over there by that. Um, you yeah, know, they yeah, they have. They actually have their own uh, parking spot, their own parking lot. Okay. And the A train to what Rockaway Boulevard or something? Yes, the A train and Rockaway okay. Boulevard. Oh, uh, it don't sound like it's too far from the casinos then. No. Also, we have coming in April the Civil Service Jam, Saturday, April 15th, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be, we go actually, that's going to be our chance to get with all the other city workers and actually connect a lot of dots. That's going to be fun. Uh, May 1st, the start of our biggest loser. Mm hmm. May 18th. The Biggest Loser Challenge? Biggest Loser Challenge. Wow. Uh, That's May, May 1st. May 18th, the Assault March. Yes. We need everybody to come out for that. We going to have, that's, that should be good. That's a must. Yeah. Uh, it's, the weather should be nice, but I don't care if it rains, snow, sleet, hell. We going to still be out there. It better not snow May 18th. <laughs> um, June, June, we going to start our walking groups. And when we going to do the barbecue? <laughs> Listen, hold the fuck up, man. <laughs> hold up, because all this shit is on me. <laughs> um, June, the, we have the bus. The, it, the it, bar- wouldn't, well, it wouldn't all be on you. you how how is it, everything on me? That wouldn't be on you. I plan and organ. Well, Wait, ah. No, no. Me and Jocelyn plan and organize all this shit. So everything will be on me. Everybody come to me for stuff. And then I, I give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. So that sounds real familiar to me. <laughs> and then um, in June, we was going to do it in May, but we got too much stuff going on in May. In June, we going to go back to bowling. 
you know, we actually wanted to do that every month because we had so much fun um, that day. Yeah, that was fun. And, and, I had fun playing air hockey with Gary Ann. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Gary Ann. Yeah, shout out to Gary Ann. Um, She's still mad at me. She doesn't talk to me because I refuse to play air hockey with her. She got really mad. Well, she, yeah, she, she asked me. Because yeah, she, wanted, I, I, yeah. cause she wanted to beat up on people, you know. And so, she I mean, found, she found, listen, she listen, found listen. a victim. Y'all she found better a victim. stop talking about Gary Ann, okay? <laughs> she ain't here to defend herself. But, she, but she's so. listening to this show. <laughs> she's, and she's well, she do, is going to listen and she'll be able to defend she go, herself. She's going to tear well, Joe ass up for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Ann, I got your back, girl. She, she, got, got, she, back. she got me one game. She got up on me one game. But that's okay. I gave her a competition. Did you pay for the game? Yeah. Oh, okay. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you worried about who Just pays for it for? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just check man. it. <laughs> All right. Look, the horns went off. I mean, it's time for us to go. Uh, Max, we want to hear from you. What you want to say? Good night, everyone. It was great to be here, and uh, I hope to see you at this bowling thing. That was the best exit we ever did. We going to yeah. leave the show like that. That was short. Progressiveaction.info. <laughs> Uh, what's the other site? SoundCloud, 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 Progressive Action, Google Play, Facebook, Progressive Action, everything Progressive Action. Uh, listen to the show on iTunes. Jocelyn and her twenty-six letter Progressive Action Women's Facebook page with uh Instagram page, whatever she's doing with that. But we go get that together next week. But um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Joe. Uh, thanks to our late our late host Jocelyn. She's not gonna be here with us. For a little minute. Yeah, a little hiatus. Yeah, I'll she's taking a break. <clears throat> so we wish her well. And thanks for tuning in. We catch y'all later. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye bye.